everybody, and welcome to uh, Title Pending. I'm Michael Moore, and I'm here with my co-host. What's up? I'm Connor Shackleford. There you go. And uh, what we're here to do is we're going to talk comic books. Yeah. Um, ty- uh, I wanted to call you Tyler. Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Connor is a little more in... Into he, the scene, I yeah, guess is the way yeah, to put it. You, yeah. You, you have a little more comic knowledge than I do. I was always into um, comic book art. I loved the covers, and then um, I have certain artists that I really love. Uh, I never really got into the stories and stuff as much as I would have liked, but that's more of a thing that you've gotten into. Yeah, so, definitely. So what we're going to do with this particular podcast is we're going to go through some different books, and eventually we'll get into current stuff. But right now, we only have um, stuff that we're reading uh, that's that's older, and even I believe that this series has ended right now, hasn't it, Connor? Yeah, the 2014 runs over. Right, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to do this older stuff for now and kind of cover some stuff that I've never read. And then we're going to get into newer stuff later, but... Um, I've got questions about what we've read, and you're going to have to provide answers, because this is a little weird. Yep. Okay, so um, starting out now, we read, or we're reading, Moon Knight. And uh, what run did you say it was? It's the 2014 uh, run, started by Warren Ellis, and then every six issues it gets a different writer. Ah, okay. So, uh... Well, I guess that's good. We're going to do issue one through three, and then maybe we need to do issue then four through six. Yeah, especially with the, like, I forgot how light, like, it's a mostly visual storytelling. Right, and yeah. um, uh, there isn't a whole lot of explaining who these characters are or, yeah. um, like, what their relation to Moon Knight and all that kind of stuff is. So I don't know if that was covered in a previous series or not. Um, go ahead. So this was actually the run someone told me to read to get into the character. Okay. Uh, because it was kind of a clean slate and, uh, they introduced, so that whole, uh, when we get into the first issue, the whole Mr. Knight thing is new for the series. And then that kind of inspires the next two runs to follow. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I guess before we get to that, in the comic books, they'll normally have a uh, the first page is kind of a quick um, summary of who the character is, so you kind of have an idea on what's going to be going on. And so with this particular series, I don't know if this is the same explanation of the character through all of the series or not, but in this particular series, it says that um, mercenary Mark Spector died in Egypt under a statue of the ancient deity... Khonshu? Khonshu, yep, you got it. Okay, and he returned to life in the shadow of the moon god and wore his aspect to fight crime for his own redemption. He went completely insane and disappeared, and now this is what's happened next. Yes. So is that the description of the character from the other series as well? That's the long and short of it. So in, like, I'm going to ballpark here, like early 80s, uh, he was conceived as kind of Marvel's answer to Batman. Right, and, uh, exactly. He didn't have the whole uh, mental health aspect to his character yet. But um, okay. he was he was introduced in a run called Werewolf by Night, and he was that that protagonist's antagonist for a couple issues, and then he spun out into his own thing. 
Gotcha. And then that that whole Egypt story came to be. Uh, okay. Um, so just some slight breakdowns of um, what that first page has told us then is that um, when he died in front of this moon god, this this shadow of the moon god, and then he wore his aspect, this is when he finds his like cloak, I yeah. guess. Yeah, he finds the cloak where he where he died. Right, and then is the idea that, um, I think I read somewhere within this issue or something, that um, when he died, he basically was resurrected right then, yeah. and then kind of took out his vengeance on the people there that had killed him? Yep. Okay. That's a, and, um, to a T what happens. So. <laughs> Alright, great. So I did read it correctly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Um, but, uh, apparently he's now gone, quote-unquote, insane, and he has, uh, four different personalities within himself. Yes. Is that correct? Okay. So, one of them being this Mark Spector person. Yeah, and right? that's, that was who he was before this happened. Right, exactly. So. Um, and then he's got these other people, or other identities, or whatever, that we can kind of cover here in a bit. But, um, okay, so that's just the general beginning of Moon Knight, what we know at the very beginning of the first issue. So, I have, okay, so starting off in issue one, Slasher, we meet up with this uh sad blogger yeah <laughs> um and she i am confused right here in this first page because i'm not entirely sure what's going on with her is she a character um that we know previously or is she, she somebody is, that will come into play later she is kind of in this to provide like a who's moon knight for the reader i think to okay. my knowledge, she has not appeared before this. Okay, that's what I was kind of thinking. Yeah. But the way that this was kind of this panel or this page was put together, it was kind of confusing because um, the way that they set up the first panel at the very top of the page with Moon Knight, it looks like you don't know if it's her talking about getting this joy person or if she's actually this joy person. So that threw me off. But anyways... I'm getting into the specifics, and that doesn't matter. What matters is we find out about Moon Knight, and that um, he hasn't been seen since L.A. Yeah, and that that is a reference to the previous run. Okay, that's he what moved I was out wondering. to L.A. Okay, and he was in the the middle of Sunset Boulevard, shouting about Wolverine, Spider Man, and Captain America, who <laughs> yeah. were not there. Yep. So that shit crazy. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah, he uh, does that. <laughs> Great. Got that to look forward to. Um, and so she's bringing up that he has this uh, multiple personality disorder, or it's called DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder. Yep. And uh, that's why he's kind of uh, crazy and talking to these people and stuff that aren't there. And this is on uh, top of the moon god living in his head, too. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, and so now he's come to New York, and uh, he's showed his mask face here in New York. Um, that's where we're at, right? New York? Yeah. yeah. Yep. He moves back to New York. 
Right. Okay. So is that where he was originally That's where from? He, yep. New like York? every other Marvel hero, he came from New York. So. <laughs> hey, you know what? New York is real. Yeah. Gotham City, Metropolis, not real. Not real. They don't exist. Yeah. Right. They're not on a map. No. And if they are, you got a wrong map. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So moving on into this this issue, then um, we're on a crime scene. And um, it turns out that there was a slasher that um, has been uh, cutting on some people and killing them. And uh, Moon Knight shows up to kind of do his detective skills to figure out what's going on. Right. And the the uh, NYPD is very aware of who he is, but they're like they can't do anything about it, really. Right. And yeah. I thought that was kind of neat where... Um, Whereas with, like, Batman and Commissioner Gordon and all that, like, yeah, they know it's Batman, and they want to take him in. They need to capture him right. or whatever. Like, they're not cool with that. But here now with Moon Knight, they know who Moon Knight is. They know who um, this dude is out here doing this vigilante business. But um, they're willing to let him help out and uh, get stuff done. They just refer to him uh as, as Mr. Knight. Mr. Knight. That's yeah. right, yeah. So I, I think that's a kind of cool play to where they're like, Yeah, 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 we're working with this dude, but don't say Moon Knight <laughs> because then we have to arrest him. Right. And gotcha. um I'm actually looking at these panels right now and just the way he's drawn in contrast to like everything else around him. Right. Where he's just he's like an all white figure. Yeah, just he stands out very well in the dark. Yeah. And um, one of the voices in his head is talking about why he's dressed in white and whatever, and that um, he likes the people to see him coming, yeah. which I think is funny. Uh, and apparently he has buckets of money, just like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Uh, because he's got this super sweet white limo that he's rolling around town in that doesn't have a driver. It uh, is self-driving, and he talks to it like it's his Alfred. <laughs> yeah, and something they don't really go into here, I think they like mention it offhandedly, is the personality he got that money from is he's a movie producer. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so he shows up on scene. Um, Detective Flint has then said, hey... Uh, this is Mr. Knight. He's going to be helping us out. And I guess maybe, uh, I believe in maybe some of the dialogue here from, uh, Detective Flint, we find out that the mayor has created a sweeper squad for homicide for the quote unquote freak beat. Yeah. Um, and so Moon Knight or Mr. Knight is a part of that. Yeah, like, he, he at least um, associates with that squad to a degree. Right. Uh, okay, so... Moon Knight comes in, he starts doing his detective thing, starts figuring out that this isn't just a slasher situation to where he's this just some person killing these people for no reason, and that there's no... Um, uh, surgeon precision to the cuts and stuff. It's just kind of like some strong-armed person is like taking out these people and uh, cutting out parts of them 
right and uh calling it a day like there's no uh there's no precision to these cuts at all they're kind of like rough right and there's not really a rhyme or reason to what's being taken um it's just we find out that that it's a trained killer with no medical training essentially right um and then moon knight determines that it's some guy with a leg issue he's not going very far uh he's taking these body parts he's not going to lug body parts around the city essentially he's yeah. he's um hunting quote unquote hunting within this specific area of the city right he has to like kind of stay local right and we figure out that's because uh of that leg injury and like he's going into the sewers i believe yep yep he's he's dwelling in the sewers um so moon knight correlates all this stuff within his fancy limousine and i thought this was kind of cool where he pulls the limousine over top of the manhole cover and then just like enters the the sewer or whatever from within his car. <laughs> he yeah, just like, he just kind of shoots in then. Yeah, yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, and we find out, which I don't know whether or not this is true or not about New York City, which it would not surprise me at all, that there are many layers below the city, and that um, this guy is apparently in the very bottom of this these layers. Right, like the super maze of a uh, of sewer, yeah, these of pipeline. Right. So, uh, Moon Knight drops all the way down to the bottom of this this manhole or whatever, and we see that um, this this killer is in a place with a shield logo. Yeah, which, which is weird. Which is weird for a sewer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All at the bottom, all the way at the bottom, and then we've got this shield logo. So, uh, what is Shield doing down here? Essentially, um, uh, do you, do you want to go? <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was gonna say we kind of we, we we learn that this killer has been trained to a degree, right? And that he he was an agent of Shield. Right. And uh, he's trying to, like, piece his body back together. Yeah, because apparently he was injured by an IED and S.H.I.E.L.D. wouldn't fix him uh, and said that he was no longer fit for service and basically throw, threw him out of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right, which is kind of cool because we never really see... Like, I, I guess we've seen it in the in the MCU a little bit, but uh, see S.H.I.E.L.D. just kind of discard people like that. Right. Like, it's kind of a darker side to that agency. Right, they just kind of use them for what they need them for, and then they're like, well, that was good enough, see you later. Yeah. Because we don't exist. Right. Right. So, um, what we end up seeing, which, now that I'm looking back at the panels again, I read, I went ahead and read these issues twice, so I completely understood what was going on, and I kind of took some notes on things. Okay. But now that I'm reading, now that I'm looking at this again, I see that Moon Knight is going into the entrance of this area with one of his moon orangs (laughs) palmed in his hand, which I didn't see before. Okay. Um, And then a couple panels down, 
you see where he makes this this gesture with his arm kind of sweeping out. And I didn't notice that the first time I read the book. And then the second time I noticed it because I know what ends up happening. Yeah. And now the third time I'm seeing where he actually has this moonerang. I don't know what they're called, but that's what it's going to be from now on. That's fine. <laughs> moonerang. He fits. has, right. He has it palmed in his hand. Um, and so then when he comes into this room and he meets this dude face to face, you see this sweeping motion to where he's thrown the moonerang. Um, and apparently it's very loud in this room. So uh, this dude is living in this area with all this discarded machinery from S.H.I.E.L.D. where he's able to like put these body parts that he's taking and uh, incorporating the incorporating them into himself yeah and it looks like he's using like old shield tech too like just from the art here yeah 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 stuff looks real vintage yeah (laughs) he's got a uh, machete for an arm (laughs) he's got a weird running blade for a foot so uh and he's got tubes running all over himself he's got a weird little uh gadget stuck into his abdomen right which we don't know what any of this stuff really does, but um, just describing what this lunatic looks like. Uh, so this is where he explains um, what happened with S.H.I.E.L.D. and everything, and um, uh, why he's doing what he's doing. Moon Knight gets a bit of information from him. Uh, basically, we find out that... All this happened to this dude. He's got a bit of a grudge. He's trying to make himself better because then he wants to go back to S.H.I.E.L.D. And then they can't deny him then because he's going to be so great. Right. Like he wants to he wants to be reenlisted. He wants to be right. reset out into the world. Right. Looking at homie here, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> he's sadly delusional. Uh, so we find out that when Moon Knight threw his moonerang he (laughs) ricocheted off a wall and hit this thing that's in the dude's abdomen um essentially apparently it looks like making him bleed out yeah like he's already bleeding by then yeah and uh pretty serious so he goes to uh shoot moon knight with his revolver pistol again somewhat (laughs) antique-ish compared to uh what we know of shield and all the tech uh, and Moon Knight pulls out another Moonerang. <laughs> Patented Moonerang. Man, he's crushing it with these Moonerangs. And, uh, he moves very quickly to, uh, deflect the bullet from this six-shooter. And, uh, ends up, I guess... Killing. Yeah, Old which, shield guy. Yeah, which I don't completely understand what happens here, because... I mean, dude's got blood rushing from everywhere, so I don't understand <laughs> why. Um, I guess maybe from this gadget that's in his stomach, but like he, it, in the very topmost panel yeah. of this page, he's got blood just rushing from his face. Where he's like bleeding out of his mouth for no reason. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's like a stylistic choice, I think, but it does make it look a bit ridiculous. <laughs> it looks ridiculous, and it doesn't quite make sense. <laughs> so then Moon Knight deflects this bullet or whatever, and old boy just falls to the ground. 
So I don't know if he just has finally bled his last bleed or what. <laughs> but he uh, drops to the ground dead. And that's the end of the scene with the killer. Yeah, and then we smash cut into a doctor's office. Right, and it's saying before New York. So I guess um, this is somewhere in the mountains where... Uh, uh, What's his name? Mark Spector. Yeah, Mark Spector is uh, talking with a doctor over some test results, and uh, she comes in and says, "Hey, buddy, you don't have did. You don't have that uh, multiple personality disorder." And so maybe you can fill me in because this takes a bit of a turn. This whole the art situation. Yeah, and um, I don't know if this doctor is supposed to be evil in some way. Or if it's she's just looking that way to him. So that's what I believe it to be. Um, is it's how he took um, hearing he actually has did, or how he's coping with that. Because Mark Spector does have DID. Um, oh, okay. Um, this run is just I don't know if it's taking some liberties or if it's implying that like the per, each personality represents an aspect of Conchu, which okay. they go over um, in this panel. Right. Um, and then it mentions how, yeah, it mentions how he assigns these identities to each aspect, whether it be, so in older Moon Knight runs, you had Stephen Grant and Jake Lockley, and Jake Lockley was a taxi driver who would beat people up, cool. and Stephen Grant was a movie producer, and um, okay. in the run immediately before this one instead of having those guys he adopted wolverine spider he thought he was wolverine he thought he was spider-man and he thought he was captain america oh that's fun yeah so he became cosplay man for a while <laughs> nice um okay so what i had gathered which i don't know if it was in this issue or another issue that i've read now but it sounded like with this series that the money came from that he has came from like shady dealings that he did uh i don't know if it was through like the antiques and stuff that he ends up having yeah i think that's coming up in the one of these other issues but yeah like okay. there's a line somewhere where he's talking to his moon god and yeah. he's like, I don't remember buying any of this. Like, Oh, yeah, that's the third, uh, yeah. third issue. Yeah. Um, but then, okay, so, sorry, smash cut. No, you're fine. Back to this doctor. Um, she does say here, the good news is that you don't have did. So, and then she's going on to explain that he's um, got these Kanshu... Uh, aspects and stuff. Yeah, like the Pathfinder. Yeah, yeah. So the four are the Pathfinder, the Embracer, the Defender, and the Watcher of Overnight Travelers. Right, and the uh, the rest of this series, without going into spoilers, obviously, really right. leans into that last one, the Watcher of Overnight Travelers. Gotcha. This is the first series that really leans into him being like an actual guardian of people who travel at night. So Okay. And I was kind of picking that up um, with the couple issues that we're reading or, or that we've read that we're going to cover, uh, especially with, like, this first issue, 
the people that were killed. It was at night. Yeah. Um, and like all the deaths happened at night that that guy was taking parts of. Um, and then we'll find out later on that, um, there were, uh, more travelers at night or whatever. But then this also says, she says that, um, the doctor says that in your most violent moments, Conchu's vengeful secret aspect, the one who lives on hearts. So is there now, does that make a fifth? Yeah. Conchu I guess situation? That, that's implying that there is five aspects of Conchu. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that I was understanding that. And, uh, she says the bad news, Mr. Spectre is that you have brain damage. Yeah. So that's fun. That is fun. That's that's the best that's the best news you can get. Right, right. Um yeah, cuz she said that you're not insane, your brain has been colonized by an ancient consciousness from beyond space-time. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah, and that pretty much sums up Moon Knight as a character that line right there. Oh, right. Is where he's constantly on the like some writers take him more in the mental health direction. And some writers take him. This is the first run to really lean into him being super, like very supernatural, right? Which now looking at this panel again, like I said, it's like every time I go through the book, I see something different. Is in this cascade of skulls that he's falling down. I just saw that there's a Spider-Man head there, a yep. Captain America head, a Wolverine head, and then the other human heads you see are his personalities from previous books. Okay, that's what I was wondering because yeah. then. Uh, he shows back up at his mansion, which is all cobwebby and gross. So apparently he likes to live in the dirt. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then he just he just goes and sits down, and he sees his moon god, and his moon god's like, you are my son. Okay, so that is the moon god then. That's Khonshu, yeah. Okay. So that was another thing that I was kind of confused about. So just behind, just above that panel, then is that supposed to be the cabbie and the uh, the director? Yeah, that's yep, that's Jake Lockley and Steve Grant, who are his previous two personalities. Gotcha. Okay. So that's the end of issue one. Yeah. The long and the short of it. Uh, so we can go ahead and jump into issue two here. Um, something I want to bring up before we jump straight into this is I really like how it's almost structured like a season of TV. Like it's very episodic in a way that not a lot of ongoing series are. Right. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking the same way because it's like, uh, that first issue, everything happens in that issue and it's almost like a done deal. Right. Like, like he, he hunts down the killer. He figures out what happened with the killer Boom, that's done. And so now moving into this next issue, uh, it's kind of the same way. He uh, hunts down the person of interest, kind of wraps things up with that person, and then it's a done deal. Yeah, it's like every issue is almost like an episode of TV. Like a self-contained thing. But there's also this not quite... I guess it would be like an overarching plot of him dealing with having a moon god in his head. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so in this next issue, we see that there's uh, these eight different people starting out. They're all leaving to go home. 
again, this seems to be taking place at night. Yeah. So it kind of falls into that whole situation about Defender of, uh, or I'm sorry, the Watcher of the Overnight Travelers. Um, so these people are all going home at different, from different places or whatever, but apparently they all seem to be within the same type of, the same area, I guess. Yeah, the same general area. Because this issue is called Sniper, and so I guess that kind of gives things away a little bit, but, um, they have to all be within a certain area, I would imagine, for the things to take place that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we start seeing, and I kind of like the way that they did this is each, um, page has a panel that's red because each of these people are being picked off and killed. Yeah. Like you can see how each of them is getting killed. Right. One at a time, each page. And then, um, each time a person is killed, uh, that first page, boom, that, that little panel is red. But then when you move to the next page, that person is gone off of that page and it's replaced by some dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, and so each time these people are being killed off, boom, bang, boom. Um, so really there isn't too much going on uh, in this issue besides we see these people being killed. Right. We get some dialogue of like them talking to a phone or them talking to a board meeting. Right. But uh, nothing nothing out of the ordinary here other than them getting shot. Exactly, right. Um, and then Moon Knight comes whipping in on his, I feel like, very impractical <laughs> I was gonna say, hang I wanna, glider. I want to hear what you think of the moon copter. <laughs> I hate it. You hate the moon copter? <laughs> like, I do not understand. <laughs> he has a gimmick and he's sticking to it, okay? <laughs> I get that, <laughs> but like, okay, so with Spider-Man, you have Green Goblin, and right. he has his glider. I'm cool with. Okay. That has the same feel, or this has the same feel as that, but he is hanging under this thing, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like it, and... Apparently, this thing is propelled by just that, a propeller. Yes. I, why? <laughs> yeah, hey, stick it to kayfabe, okay? Listen, if he's got money enough to have a self-driving limousine, he's got money enough to put some silent-ass jets on this <laughs> glider, okay? I'm not, I'm not having it. Oh, the moon, the <laughs> moon copter and the moon glider is great, whatever we yeah. want to call it. Is that what it's called, a copter? Um, now that I'm looking at it, this might be the moon copter, but he definitely has a separate vehicle also called the moon copter. Okay. Oh, I do not like this thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's so, like, it's just, like, got straps hanging under it to keep him in place, like a real sad seatbelt. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. I could go on forever about this thing, but I'm going to stop. So he's got the biggest cape in the world. Yes. Dropping off this thing. And he's uh, drifting in on the sniper. Uh, sniper sees him coming. Apparently, 
he's got some kind of bionic eye or something. Or yeah, no. some something close to Deadshot from DC, maybe some kind of contact. See, is it? Yeah, I guess maybe it is that. I was wondering if it was that or if it was a reflection from his gun. That might be into that his too. Eye. Yeah. But the way that like the arrows and stuff are going straight into his pupil, I have a feeling that it's more so his eye. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He doesn't no, last it doesn't. long. No, not at all. <laughs> so he goes, he tries escaping uh, Moon Knight. What do you know? Some more of those Moonerangs. <laughs> which are sharp enough to cut a gun in half. Yes, they are. So that's cool. How how does he not cut off any of his digits? <laughs> because the moon protects him. That's okay. Why. Yeah. All right. I'm not yeah. having this. Okay. <laughs> I'm not allowing that to be an answer. <laughs> so, old sniper boy zip lines down to a building. Um, he shoots out a window, and then here comes Moon Knight with his ginormous cape diving off the building. And guess what? That cape's just a giant target, so he gets a bunch of holes put in it. <laughs> yep. Um, this will not be the first time this, or the the only time this happens. He really needs to invest in a better cape. We need to get him in talks with Batman and see where he's getting his Kevlar capes. So, uh, you know, Batman doesn't have holes in his capes. No, he doesn't. He he uses the his cape as a shield, so Moon Knight needs to get with it. Less money into that stupid glider, more money into better <laughs> into, capes. Into capes. <laughs> yes. He needs a cape fund. And yeah. then after said cape incident, he pulls out one of those little daredevil batons. <sighs> right. With, a, with a grappling hook inside of it. Right. With, oh my goodness. This is so impractical. <laughs> That's like, the name of the game with Moon Knight. <laughs> He is king of impracticality. So, okay, yeah, so he shoots his little grappler into the building, he gets up in there, boom, he gets shot. <laughs> <laughs> Not a very good superhero. No, he's really bad at this. But then he throws out another moonerang, hits Old. the guy in the in the back <laughs> of the knee, and he goes crashing through a desk. Old reliable moonerang. <laughs> Man, he's crushing it with these moonerangs. Because guess what? Three panels down, more moonerangs. He throws more moonerangs than Batman throws batarangs. I don't yeah. know what's happening here, but dang it. Um, so he beats the hell out of the sniper. Oh, we change pages, more moonerangs. <laughs> and it's into the dude's hand. And I guess through the gun as well. So that's impressive. <laughs> and uh, so then... The sniper, he's still running. There isn't much dialogue here, so this is why no, we're just kind of blowing through things. Scene. Yeah, so I'm just kind of trying to explain what's happening here because there's not much dialogue to discuss. Uh, so uh, Moon Knight then uses his impractical grappling hook to shoot the guy in the back and knocks <laughs> him through a door. That was nice of him. And then he, this is where we find out why he's doing what he's doing. I actually, I really liked this. I'm looking at the panel where the uh, sniper says one left. I really yeah. like this art here. Like it's very flowy in a way that I don't, I don't know something about, I, it might just be Moon Knight's costume with the cape flowing everywhere. Like spawn. 
but uh, it okay, flo- it flows minute. in a way that I really like. Now I'm confused on what you're talking about. Where um, are you at? I am on on my digital reader. It says page twenty one. Uh, the oh okay, oh okay. The it says he's kicking Moon Knight in the like in the torso, and he says one left. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was still on the page before that. Right. Okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Um, the I'm gonna be honest. The art comes and goes for me on this book. Okay. Yep, that's fine. And so, uh, we're going to be. It, with how this book handles writers every six issues, it's also handling artists every six issues. So, gotcha. so if you don't, change if, up. yeah, if you don't like this guy, it'll change up. Just stick with it. Mm-hmm. Now I can say that when Moon Knight drops in off of his uh, glider situation and you see his giant cape billowing, billowing out and him kind of, coming down onto the sniper on the top of the building. I do love that shot with that cape all spread out and stuff. I think that looks really great. Yeah. Um, but then there are just... it. I'm not going to say it's sloppy art. It's just different art to where um, I, I don't dig it quite as much. But yeah, you're right. Going back now to the panel where he says one left and he's kicking him in the cape around and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay, so... Um, what then did we learn about this, the sniper and why he's doing what he's doing? Um, we see an elevator door open and the sniper is no more. He gets shot. Yeah. Um, straight up in the face. Straight up in the face. And, um, the guy who shoots him explains that he was a tool for, um, a bank and a financial firm, I believe. Um, to like cover up their their dirt, he was in a special operations group. Yeah, so this this sniper guy tells before he gets shot in the face, he tells Moon Knight, "I was doing this because I was used. These people left me, yeah, and so I've been taking them out one at a time or whatever." He like he's he's killing these people off because he felt like he was used, and that they left him, and then they went and found jobs elsewhere, and uh, they, they were making money elsewhere. Yeah. yeah, he was he was screwed or whatever. Yeah, and so this last dude that shows up in the elevator that puts a bullet in his head is the one, um, he was the last one. And he was coming out of a meeting late, so that's why he didn't get shot too. Right, he, he went to, he came out, yeah, he left work late, so. Yeah. And then, and I love the last line of this issue, it's so good. The bank always wins. The bank always wins. He's not wrong. <laughs> the bank's gonna take your money. It's gonna take your cars. Gonna take your 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 houses and your lives. <laughs> so he's he's right. Uh, so that's it for issue number two, Sniper. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, hope this was as helpful for you as it was for me. And uh, thank you, Connor, for uh, talking me through some things here. Yeah, anytime. And uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, my handle is at mmorecomedy. And Connor, are you on social media? I am on the Instagram and the Twitter. Um, you'll see some more stuff from me coming soon. I have a D&D podcast starting nice. uh, in the relative future. Um, and you can find me at 
both Instagram and Twitter is Attack on Wake Up, all caps. Nice. And uh, if you would, make sure you uh, download our podcast and subscribe. Right now we're going to be uh, title pending. Title yeah, pending. Yeah, so the title pending podcast. But anyways, Sweet. thanks okay. for listening. Thanks for talking with me about this stuff, Connor. And uh, Anytime. Next, next episode we'll uh, have a couple more issues. Yeah. All right. See y'all later. <laughs>